0: Welcome to Press Start with Logan and Jordan. My name is Jordan. I'm Logan. And uh, we are here to talk about video games. Uh, We're taking a break from our Red Dead Redemption recap as we go through. Uh, I just came back from Pokemon Worlds. Uh, By the time this comes up, like three weeks ago. But uh, we're going to cover my experience there. And uh, just some other news to kind of catch up on stuff that's been going on before we finish up Red Dead with the next two episodes that we have. so
1: I know, I can't believe we haven't finished that. It's still crazy. Yeah, long.
0: well, for people that don't know, because this has been so seamless for us, is because we recorded three episodes ahead of time. Um, <laughs> but we haven't recorded since those, so uh, we have kind of had, like, a week off. I think it was a whole week that we didn't record last week. Um, maybe two weeks, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so... For for the listener, it went so smooth they don't even realize this until we're spoiling for this, <laughs> spoiling that uh, behind the scenes there, right, of uh, how we process this. But it's a good thing we ended up recording in advance because we were both busy last week and couldn't uh, couldn't record, right. Because I did some cool things last week. Um, oh, are we starting with me this week? Okay, yeah, we'll start with me this week. Um, <laughs> Not so much video game related last week, but I did, I was, a, I was busy because I had work happy hour on Thursday, Friday I had Marvel Trivia, which we won, uh, we've got third place, it felt like we won, um, we got third place, and I got a gift card and a four pack of beer, which I don't drink, so I let the other people of the team have that, and we took the <laughs> gift card. <laughs> But we called ourselves Team America's Ass, for people that know Endgame. uh, You get that reference. I don't think the guy doing the trivia understood it, because he was like, I've never heard of America's Ass before. And I was like, you're running Marvel trivia. How do you not know?
1: And he was mispronouncing
0: a lot of names. Uh, Like uh, Jotunheim from Thor. He called it Jotunheim. Um, Yeah. Uh, and he, yeah, he made some other blunders, especially when he got to the Black Panther names, uh, yeah. for the questions. Not that I could probably do much better, but it seemed like he had no idea what kind of where he was going with it. <laughs>
1: right. Who's T-Challa? Yeah.
0: <laughs> T-Challa, is that some sort of nice tea that uh, people are having now? Yeah, he, was, he wasn't so, he wasn't really clued in on the, uh, on the Marvel stuff, I don't think. Um... But...
1: Did you, like... Were you at least close in, in yeah, score?
0: Yeah, we were pretty close. Um, I think we were in fourth or fifth before we actually got third on the last question because we were able to wager our points. Oh, really? And uh, we wagered... You can wager up to half. So we wagered up to half. And we got the question right, so it bumped us up. Um, the last question was actually you had to rank uh, Endgame... Black Panther and Iron Man mm-hmm. in Rotten Tomato scores from highest to lowest. Oh, wow. So I knew that off the top of my head easily. I was so going to
1: say, you're, you're usually pretty good at that stuff. Yeah, though.
0: it was, uh, for people that don't know, it was Black Panther, Endgame, Iron Man. Uh, 90- did you have to know the exact score? Or did no, I just to had to put just- them in order. But the exact score is 96, 94, and 93 for all those.
1: Yeah. No, I was, I'm always scared to go to those because I'm like, man, I really, like Matt and I have talked forever about going to friends down here and I'm just scared because I'm going, what if I'm not as good as I thought I was at friends? And I know Matt's really good, so like that would help, but there's like things that he remembers that I've never remembered.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He does have a really good memory when it comes to friends, uh, um, I'm doing Office Trivia next week on September 5th. So actually, that'll be right after this episode airs. I will nice. be, um, I'm will be i going to Office Trivia on uh, that Thursday, the day that this episode airs. Um, so looking forward to that. And then that Friday, at the place we did the Marvel Trivia, they're doing Disney Trivia. I'm trying to see if we can go. Um, That'd be fun. Because it was a good time. And it's a Friday night, so you don't have to worry about, like, you know, rushing home afterwards. Because we didn't get home till like, 11-something. We had to go pick Once up the I dog get up after.
1: Early, late, yeah, you know, early the next day is always the worst.
0: Uh, but video game-wise, uh, it was, since the last time we recorded, I've had, uh, my most video game thing was I went to Pokemon World Championships, which we'll talk about. And I got to play some of the demo of Pokemon Sword and Shield, which I'll talk about later. But that's probably the last thing I really did video game wise. And I know you've been busy with school, but right. since uh, since we last recorded, you have finished Detroit Become Human. Uh, totally. You were almost done it last time. Yeah. Um, so I guess what were your final thoughts on on Detroit and what game is next?
1: So like... I I uh, I always I always end up badly with these games that that let you decide their own your own your own fate. Mm-hmm. So like in GTA, I could have saved all of them. I didn't know I could have, but uh, I ended up killing Trevor and then and uh, Detroit become human. I pretty much just I ruined the relationship that I had. Um, yeah, because you with... started out
0: really good with Colin,
1: right? Right. Is that yeah. Was it no, Colin? I'm...
0: No. What's his name? Connor. Connor. Uh, Connor.
1: Yeah. I was really good with Connor and um, and Anderson, and I was like on a good – like my first interaction with him, I forget what it was, what you do, like is your first interaction with him, but I had a really bad one. I think it's like investigating a homicide. Yes. But yeah. then af- after I like had a great relationship, but I just started to tank. I think it's when he gets drunk or like – yeah, when he gets drunk and he's laying on the floor and stuff, I just kept hitting the wrong answers. And most of the part is because I was listening to like a podcast or something, so I wasn't paying close enough attention. And I was like, "Oh crap!" So I was flipping back and forth. It might have been a video, but I was doing something and I was preoccupied. So like, it would I would get my focus back on the game within seconds. I had to choose, and I just kept screwing it up. It's like so. I'd like to. Go, I'm going to go back and play it eventually, but I want to play other games because I know there's a lot of stuff coming up that I need to get done, so that way I can. Have a clean slate when games like um, Star Wars and stuff come out. And then FIFA's coming out soon, so that'll preoccupy all my time. So now when I get the chance, I want to try to get through Witcher 3. But um, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get through it.
0: We got some news on that, too. That is coming out on Switch in October. uh, And it is is the complete edition that has the Hmm. DLC on there, too. So uh, I don't think I'm getting it in October. Uh, I would like to maybe ask that for a christmas gift or something because that uh right. i i love it but uh I, i'd like to be able to play it on the go or just pl- see how it runs on the switch you know if, if people make a good game i usually will <laughs> buy it multiple times because i want to show the um people that make the game that you know i want to I support them in that and also right. i just want it in on different consoles sometimes
1: but. right what, what game are you... I mean, next is made in it, or made in it.
0: Yes, yes, and it comes out tomorrow from when we're recording. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk yeah. about some reviews of that, because uh, from what I see, they're all over the place. I, I saw like a 4 out of 10, I think. I think I've seen a 9 out of 10. It, it is insane how over, all over they are. Um, I heard to get the full experience, it is good to play with somebody um whether that be online or couch co-op you can play on on Mm -hmm. the couch together um so that and today they actually announced their next game uh that comes out next year for this uh anthology series they're doing called the dark pictures uh Hmm. anthology series so we'll get to that later on in the show um but yeah we got a nice loosey goosey type episode here um also, what I've heard is that uh, that game, Man of Medan or um, you know, however it's pronounced, I guess, um, right. is only about three to four hours long, as a uh, which is why it's $30. Um, hmm. So, I, I mean, that that's a nice game for me to play next. I could easily, uh, you know, that fits my time. Um, for people right. thinking that's short, I mean, uh, I'm going to probably replay it a few times and try to get different outcomes. So, that's going to add in some time. Plus, i don't always need a 50 hour game you know sometimes that's just exhausting as you're stating right now where you, you know you don't have time and mm-hmm. like i'm sure detroit was great for you in the sense of it was probably what 10 hours
1: yeah it was pretty short it took me only like two or three full days of just gaming of it right whereas you know gta and red dead i played for weeks
0: yeah they were a while even spider-man oh, yeah. was short for me um but there's a lot to do in that game still. But, uh, I mean, right. I, I, lo- I just love these games that throw you into the story and you get to make the outcomes and the choices.
1: It's so much better. I, I like it, as, a, especially as an English teacher, as a story perspective. Right. I mean, I like to be able to control my story. That's such the future of gaming, though. I feel like everybody is starting to go and gear their games towards that, which I love because I think it's... It makes it more interesting for the player because you feel immersed rather than you just get, you're going to always know what the outcome is.
0: Well, and I mean, it's, that's that's something that I think also drew me to the tale tell uh sorry tell games. They made Walking Dead. They made uh, Game of Thrones, a game where it's uh, uh, very cho- almost like these, but not to the full extent. They didn't have as much of a difference as these games do They have really big branching differences. Um, but what I like about them is that like when I finished walking dead season one and I'm talking about it online with people or I'm talking about it with my cousin, I was like, Oh, well like my Clementine did this, you know, my Lee did this. And it was like, you had an attachment to the way yours played out, you know, like Mm -hmm. even if I replayed it, which I did, I always kept my main save file and I knew which one was my main save file because I was like, look, I may have messed up in this part. I may have done that here, but this was my story that I did, you know, first. Mm -hmm. Um, Like you said, I'm not an English professor. I'm not an English major, but I, you know, have taken a lot of creative writing classes. My dream as a kid was always to be an author so I, I like seeing new stories, and I, I think it's cool when they can kind of take that and put it into gaming. And it's not always just, you know, like about the online play or the Fortnite play, you know. Um, another thing is this is becoming big in just, not just video games, but theme parks as well, you know, which we have both have had theme park podcasts. Mine is still going. Mm-hmm. Yours is buried six feet under, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but by uh, your doings but yeah sorry no, i kidding. just drove everybody out uh, all your listeners right. um yeah. but you know this is kind of the way that like galaxy's edge is going with the new hotel experience they're doing where you're living the story you know you're it, they're putting more of a focus on the player and and having the player be an active part of the story making choices and you have to live with those choices which i think is just you know, like you said, it it makes it relatable and when you talk to people about it, like when I would talk to people about my Until Dawn progress or whatever, and you go online and you're like oh no, somebody had that person survive the whole time, or oh no, that had this, and you're like, I want to see that scene or, you know, you go through and you try to play it again, and um, which it sounds like you want to do with Detroit just because of some of the the issues you had had (laughs) Mm-hmm. With it, because then you asked me about my playthrough, and my playthrough, I think, was the best playthrough you could get. I think I got the best ending. Um, not to brag, I'm just saying, I, I think I, <laughs> I think I got the best ending when I looked it up, um, because I really wanted to, you know, try to keep everybody alive and and happy. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I was. I, I don't know. I, I think that. It's got a future, especially when you talk about, um, like you said, and I think like the parks and stuff are doing it, and uh, even the movies now. I mean, you're, you can, there's the movies that are on TV now that you can. Yeah, uh, like the Black like Mirror Netflix. movie on Netflix, yes. right? Yeah, where you're, it's basically, they compare it to a video game because you can control everything that's going to happen. Um, and it's the same thing with Galaxy's Edge now, when we went. The Millennium Falcon. Um, right, you've mean, been you're there. Flying you've it. been yes. there. <laughs> right. Yes, since the last time we've talked, we've been there. And, and you control it. Like We had drivers that were fantastic. Now, I can't look at the screen very much because you know, naturally I'll just hurl all over the place. I'm surprised
0: but, you could do it. I'm surprised you were uh, able to do that ride.
1: I couldn't drive it. I can honestly tell you if I was the driver, we would have hit rocks because I, I can't look at it that long. But it is really cool. I mean, you get to control the outcome. um, And it tells you, like, your shooting accuracy and everything. Well, and and I
0: think that, too, if you look at the difference between, let's say, the Star Wars attractions in Hollywood Studios, where you have Galaxy's Edge's, um, what is this one called? Uh, Smuggler's Run, right? Right. And then you have the... uh, uh, Star Tours, which was made a while ago, mm-hmm. Star Tours puts you in there, but you're not the one driving, right? You're watching a droid, just take you through. And mm-hmm. how much it's evolved to the point of, as you're saying, you're having people in your party driving. You know, you're gunning or you're working the hyperspace. It's just, you know, that's the type of evolution we're getting.
1: Right, and it's the same way with video games. And I think isn't Epcot they're adding in an actual building where. It's going to be stemmed in these video games, and it's it's going to be interesting because I think it's it's all coming so fast. And with A or you know the VR stuff, mm-hmm. it's putting you inside the game now. I mean, you're literally controlling the outcome, which is which is really weird. Because I wonder what took people. I mean, video game companies maybe because the technology wasn't there yet, but just it took this long for these to become so popular. And I think it it really caters towards the older people that play. Because I think were when I was younger, there's no way I could sit through these stories. Right in GTA, I was seeing how many stars I could get on the one level, <laughs> uh, and seeing how many you know hookers I could run over. Well, I but, think
0: part of that is attention spans as a kid, right? Yes, a- a- attention spans as a kid. When you get older, you appreciate you know more stuff like that. Like if you watch, I mean, my nephews are always watching YouTube because they don't have an attention span to watch like a oh yeah a long a long movie or a, a long um, TV show series as much mm. as, like, you know, for me, I'll, I'll dive into a four-season long show and try to binge that as fast as I can. Um, mm. But, yeah, sticking with Disney, as we just were, we got some news to talk about. Um, and, interesting, we were um, talking about this on our first episode about... <laughs> These old games we used to play on Sega Genesis and stuff, which Lion King and Aladdin. And they're actually making uh, remasters of them, so it'll be a Mm -hmm. little bit better graphics. They're not full-on-full remakes. Um, It's mostly the games as they were, just upscaled a bit. Um, And it's coming on all consoles in October. I'm going to probably get this for Switch, um, just because I don't have as many Switch games as I do PS4. Mm -hmm. And I think that'd be fun to play on the go, because they're actually going to have multiple games. It's not just Lion King and Aladdin. It's Lion King's I think Super Nintendo version, Lion King's Sega version, and Lion King's mm-hmm. like Game Boy version or something. And then Aladdin has, not the S, it doesn't have the Super Nintendo version of Aladdin, because that was made by a different person, I think. Different company. But they do have the Sega version, they have the Game Boy version, and then they have some sort of like uh, demo version from like some sort of gaming trade show. Uh, from back then mm-hmm. too And they uh, have some cool bonus features They even have where you can kind of watch Instead of play And then just jump in when it gets to a part you want to play Like a level you want to play right. So this is this is amazing This is what they need to do for um, Any of these old games that they have uh, And the way that they're releasing this is It says Disney Classics Like Disney Gaming Classics Or whatever So I'm assuming they might pull more of these out of their hat. And this is the right year for it, too, because Lion King and Aladdin both had their um, their live-action remakes this year, mm-hmm. and they're going to be coming on DVD around October time frame. So that's that's just perfect.
1: And then here comes Disney streaming. So Disney, <laughs> yeah, once again, I mean, everything, even with Star Wars now coming out, they're under the Disney umbrella. I mean, right. it's just one after the next, and it's like... I mean, I can't—I really can't wait for Disney to start to break into the video game sector more so than they already are. Yeah, think... they
0: used to have their own studio, and that's the ones that made like mm-hmm. Disney Infinity and everything, but right. they just couldn't keep it going for a bit, so they've been mostly licensing things out. What they should probably do is, if they could... You know how they are with buying companies. If they could buy <laughs> a, a company that's not as successful people have proposed like sega or something right but you know that were once kings and now not so much if they could buy some sort of studio so they don't have to create their own and then build from there they would already have the talent they could probably start doing some some more stuff with theirs because i miss disney games talking about disney games me and my cousin used to have this great game on playstation 2 it was disney uh skateboarding adventure what was that called Disney, I think it was, like, Extreme Skate Adventure. There we go. Disney Extreme Skate Adventure. And you would, they had, like, three worlds. Tarzan, Toy Story, Lion King. And you would be able to skateboard as, like, Buzz Lightyear, Woody, um, Simba, Baby Tarzan. Um, That was a great game. But not only that it had a great soundtrack it was a really great um soundtrack and i just always wanted more uh you know more um of this type of game but they never made a sequel but we used to play it all the time i'll read the soundtrack because i i still have some of these songs that i listen to all the time so they had Lil Romeo featuring Tyron and Lil D, Play Like Us. Mm-hmm. They had Smash Mouth Pacific Coast Party. I don't care what anybody <laughs> says about Smash Mouth. I love them. Yeah. Don't talk smack yeah. about them. Um, they have uh, Trust Company Downfall. I don't know that one. Uh, Basement Jacks, Where's Your Head At? That is a great song. Listen to that. Uh, Simple Plan, Grow Up. That's a big song. Uh, Jump Five, Spinning Around that's when i really started listening to jump five which you know they had some good disney collaborations simon and milo get a clue from the disney channel movie get a clue Mm -hmm. um and then uh eh, the other one's not so much but there were some great ones that i was just (laughs) i would just love skating around listening to the music it was a really great time
1: Yeah, no, I I do. Like, I remember all the little Disney games. I remember DuckTales had a video game. Um, Mickey's always had a couple games, but they were never something crazy. There was a
0: really good one, Mickey's Puzzle Adventure. You know, like the Mickey Mouse Magic Wand game Mm -hmm. on Game Boy was the best. Um, I really (laughs) loved that one. Originally, Goofy and Max
1: ever have a... Goofy and Max? Yeah.
0: I think so, I'm not sure. Uh, but I think they did. some cool background about the we're kind of becoming a Disney history podcast <laughs> with yeah, video fine. games. But <laughs> a cool thing that people may not know about Mickey Mouse Magic Wands is one. I have some gameplay of that that I've done online. Okay, on YouTube under the Behind the Dreams podcast. Uh, YouTube. Uh, do you really? Yes, I do. But oh, there's no. also um, it was originally I so they they created over in Japan and then. After that, I think it switched to being produced over here as Bugs Bunny. Um let me double check this here cuz there is something where like they didn't have they had the rights to it in Japan and didn't have the rights to it in America. So they just changed the character to one that they could get the rights to. Mm-hmm. Um which changed the whole thing. But uh yeah, so Mickey Mouse Magic Wands is came out in 1993. In Japan, and it was seriously the best game. Came over in America in 1998. Uh, it's the fifth installment in the Crazy Castle series. Okay? Hmm. So, Crazy Castle series started off with Roger Rabbit, then, that was the Japanese title. The American title was the Bugs Bunny Crazy Castle. So that's where it was. They didn't have the rights to Roger Rabbit over in America, so the company produced it as a Bugs Bunny game. Same thing with, uh, they had a Mickey Mouse 1 and a Mickey Mouse 2, and those both came over as Bugs Bunny games. Mickey Mouse 3 came over as Kid Clown in Nightmare World. Okay. I don't know what that is. Mickey Mouse (laughs) 4... The Magical labyrinth, <laughs> labyrinth came over as a real Ghostbusters game. Mickey Mouse Five: The Magical Stick became Mickey Mouse Magic Wands, and it's the only one in this series to actually come over to America as Mickey Mouse. They made
1: it. Oh, that's amazing.
0: Then they made How Bugs I? Bunny over in Japan, and it came over as Bugs Bunny. Uh, and then same thing. Should come over as Mickey. Then they did a Woody Woodpecker Pecker game, and it came over as Woody Woodpecker <laughs> as well. So, uh, but just some little fun background between that, because I remember researching that before, because I love that game, and I still play it on my Game Boy sometimes. Uh, I loved that game, and it was, and then when I found out that history of it, I was like, oh my word, this is amazing, like, so many intricacies there. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll get, to, <laughs> we'll keep going in our news here. Um... So we did get some Pokemon news recently before I went to Worlds, which we haven't covered. Um, one of those things is that, uh, for you that don't know, Logan, because I don't know if you do, um, last generation in Gen 7, they came out with something called Alolan Forms. Mm-hmm. And what that is, is it's Pokemon that you know from the first generation of games that look different and have different mo- uh, different typings. And the reason why is because they did like a almost like a Darwinism there, where these Pokemon have came over years ago and then have adapted to fit their surroundings. So Sandshrew, which is usually a ground type, uh, was an ice type in the Gen 7 games, uh, and he looks really cool. And I oh. and Vulpix, which is usually a fire type, became an ice type mm-hmm. as well, and is pure white, like. Uh, It's beautiful. I almost like those two versions better than the real versions now. The original. Um, You had Grimer and Muk. They changed um, looks a bit. Meowth became a dark type. Uh, Persian became a dark type. Cubone stayed the same, but its evolution, Marowak, became a fire ghost type. And uh, looks really cool. Uh, Pikachu stayed the same, but... Raichu is a lowland Raichu and became Electric Psychic, and it uses its tail as a little like hover board. Um, yeah. Uh, people always make fun of a lowland Raichu too. It's adorable, but uh, the reasoning in the <laughs> Pokedex, the reason why it became Psychic in the Pokedex when you read mm-hmm. it in the game, says because it ate too many pancakes, which is just <laughs> off the wall. <laughs> <laughs>
1: those darn pancakes i should start eating more
0: yeah yeah so it loves eating pancakes and apparently it makes it <laughs> psychic so um what uh, Rattata became a dark normal type as well um and grew a mustache and geodude became electric type with rock electric rock and huh. yeah so uh, these are really cool things they're they're keeping that for this new gen of games And it is uh, for Gen 8 in Galar. They're called Galarian Forms. And they have Weezing. So Coffin is supposed to stay the same. But Weezing is going to look... Instead of purple, it's going to be light gray. And it has this beautiful, beautiful... It's really tall. Let's just say that. So you have Weezing as it normally is. Mm -hmm. And it has green smoke, like smog, coming out from it, that almost rests on the one Weezing's head as a mustache, and on the other Weezing's head as a eyebrows and beard. Okay? And it has this long part of its head that looks like a smokestack, like the revolution, like the Industrial Revolution, Mm -hmm. but also looks like a smokestack hat, so it makes Weezing look like this, this gentleman... Uh, it, it is crazy have you seen this on anybody's show? Yeah I just
1: I just googled it because I like when you sent over the show notes I googled to see what it was like and uh, <laughs> he looks so cool you know what he looks like he looks like twosomes a little bit
0: <laughs> yes yeah it, it just looks I don't know I love it I loved it as soon as I saw it
1: I like the smog I, I really like that
0: yeah yeah and I, I think the hat is just clever. You know they're in. It's based in England. It's based on England, and you have these smokestack hats from. It looks like an English gentleman, but also the Industrial Revolution. It just. It's so cool. Really fits it in there. Uh, so that was the first one they showed to us, and I was instantly in love, and I was freaking out. Uh, and I was watching it in a place where I would have to be quiet, so I was just mouthing my excitement. And then I watched. Uh, then they unveiled Zigzagoon. Uh, who is a Gen Three Pokemon from Hoenn? Uh, it's usually brown and white, or brown and beiges, you know beige, uh, and it's mm-hmm. black and white. It almost looks like a uh, like a uh, honey badger,
1: right? And
0: yeah. it is dark normal type. Oh, speaking of Weezing is now poison fairy type. Uh, Zigzagoon huh. is dark normal, and uh, it evolves into. Uh, Lyune, like it always has and uh, lion has the tongue out they all do have the tongue out and they have the stars around their eyes so they're actually inspired by the band Kiss a bit Um, that's so cool and uh, not only that but now for the first time ever one of these forms uh, gets a further evolution so before the line used to stop at Lyune and it's now going to Obstagoon um, and he is another new Pokemon, but he is, um, so he, so only this Lyoon can evolve into Obstagoon. The regular one cannot. Um, and the way that they did this, too, was they've put in the information online that this is actually the original Zigzagoon, and when it moved to other, uh, what's it called, when it moved to other regions, it didn't have the... Uh I guess rivalry in the for, for food, so it became more domesticated and became calmer as into what we are already kind of used to, uh, which means that its second evolution of Obstagoon had became uh, became um, obsolete. Uh, <laughs> little <laughs> pun there. Um, but yeah, so this is really cool. I- I'm all for this. I'm just waiting for them to show more of these. There's been some leaks around that kind of say that uh, that a certain Pokemon is getting uh, evolution as well. I'm not going to say who in case people don't want to know. But uh, hopefully they reveal some more stuff soon. And uh, they also revealed in that trailer a new Pokemon called Morpiku, Um And it's a two-sided Pokemon is what it's called. And what it does is it uh, it's always hungry, no matter how much it eats, and each turn, it switches its type. So it starts electric, <laughs> switches to dark type, and it changes a total look and becomes in hangry mode, and looks all angry, and uh, pissed off. So, <laughs> <laughs> I am... Is that
1: like the little thing, Like it looks like Pikachu yes, almost. Yes,
0: yes. So each generation they always have a pokemon that looks a bit like Pikachu.
1: That's cute. I like him.
0: Yeah, and he gets all pissed off. So I really like that. <laughs> <laughs> so That's so uh, awesome. I've been really excited for this game and I'm uh, I'm just really excited now. And while we were at Worlds the day before I went to Worlds. So Worlds started on Friday and I didn't get there till Friday night so it was already over um but they announced they revealed a trailer at the opening ceremony that had a lot of cool competitive type stuff so they didn't show off any new pokemon like they usually do they showed off uh galarian Weezing's new ability which is called neutralizing gas and it gets rid of everybody else's ability on the field so if they had an ability that makes them not be affected by a certain move, mm-hmm. Weezing's ability overrides that and makes that ability not happen, pretty much. So interesting. Um, so that's going to be big next year at Worlds, which is in London. That's going to be huge. People are going to what you what I what it means. If I can talk, what it means is that you're going to see a Galarian Weezing probably on everybody's team, is what I'm thinking. Or most people's team. I think it's going to be on a lot of people's team, uh, because of that reason. Um, and, let's see here, they also revealed some new held items, which do certain things for the competitive stuff, like room service. Uh, it lowers your speed when somebody has trick room activated, which is a move. Um, which is a move that's huge in competitive play. So, again, you're going to see a lot of people have that room service held item. And um, uh, there's another one that when your stats lower, it ejects you out of there. Um, I forget what that one's called. Eject? Maybe it's like an eject pack or something. I can't remember. Uh, but the big thing they announced on this, too, is that online for Switch, you can play competitive ranked battles and you'll be matched up with um you'll be matched up with people that share your rank like your tier right um so that's probably what I'm going to do I'm probably going to try to get into competitive play so I guess we'll see how that works but it, the so way So when the- you
1: go to Worlds then I need yeah. to go with you right and I can cover it for us
0: yes there you go
1: okay naturally
0: um yeah cuz we don't want me covering it I'll be too close to no, the no that would be bad cuz
1: you have to be in the action right
0: right But the way that they have the tiers set up is they have a beginner tier, which is ranks 1 through 3, a Pokeball tier, rank 4 through 6, a Great Ball tier, 7 through 9, an Ultra Ball tier, rank 10, and then the max rank is a Master Ball tier. So that's going to help me. And you can also do casual battles. They put that on there, too. You can do casual battles online. And um, you can even use rental teams to battle with all sorts of different Pokemon Which means that uh, I can actually make a team and upload it, and people can just rent that team as like a, uh, you know, so like, like I said, people are going to have that um, Galarian Weezing. If you don't have a good one, or you want to try it out because you didn't catch one yet, you can do the rental teams and see how that strategy works for you, and then you can go build your own team, so it's all pretty interesting. Uh, but that's, that's most of the, the Pokemon news. I got to play some of this game at Worlds, uh, which was a really exciting thing. Um, I played it my first day there, Saturday. Well, let's see. So we get there Friday night. So here's a full experience. We get there Friday night <laughs> and, uh, our hotel is right on the street and I didn't know where we'd park our car. So I was just driving around in circles and joy's telling me to go one way and then i'm like no i can't do that you know and we're going around in circles and then i'm like finally i'm just gonna park in front of the hotel it says valet parking i'm gonna see how much the valet costs because i'm tired of driving around it's like nine o'clock at night and i just want to go uh so it was like 35 bucks a night which wasn't too bad i was only there two nights and uh, they parked it in some sort of garage that they only have access to. So really, there was no other parking for me anyway. All the street parking was like residential only. So I mean, at that point, I just had to do what I had to do. Uh, and there was this nice little market like across the street from us, uh, or down the street from us, in walking distance. And we got some snacks and some big waters, a bottle, uh, big bottles of water.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Went back to the room. Went to bed, woke up, tried to get over there as early as we could. Uh, Like I said before, they were going to have some Pokemon stuff going on there, like Pokemon Go stuff. So they had a Pokemon that's only available in New Zealand. Uh, You had to do these certain tasks in order to get it. So I got like 12 of those while I was there. And I traded one to my friend who couldn't go. And uh, then I got a shiny Aerodactyl in Pokemon Go, which was cool. And then we went over, and I think the first thing we did was get in line for Sword and Shield.
1: Um, How long was the wait? uh,
0: 45 minutes. That's not bad. No, it wasn't that bad at all. And I think it went a little faster than that. And when you're playing, it's not like when you get to a ride and it's like a two-minute ride. You had a a 15-minute time frame to play this game once you got up to the TV.
1: That's good. That's worth it, though. Yeah.
0: So we... Got in line there, and um, uh, got to play. I, we both went separate. Me and my wife both mm-hmm. went separate to play our own experience. Uh, I kind of rushed through it the first time that I did because I went actually the next day too and played. But the first time <laughs> I did, I actually rushed through it because I was just so excited. I think that I was just like, okay, I'm in the, I'm in the groove. I'm, I was going through the gym puzzle pretty easily. Because that's what the demo was. It was a gym puzzle, then the gym battle.
1: And I was not say, it wasn't like the beginning where you're learning people's names. No, and no.
0: I two-hit uh, the gym leader. She had two Pokemon. I one-hit KO'd each one uh you know one reason i really had to speed it up is because i really had to pee so i was like well <laughs> yeah i was like uh and what's bad is i went to the bathroom while i was in line too you know like i, w- I had joy hold in my place line? no i had joy hold my okay. place and i ran over to the bathroom came back almost when i was near the front and then i had to go again and i'm like kind of like bussing through this um this demo uh, what I did not know is once you're done the demo, they give you a pin pack that has um, the three starter Pokemon on it. So we each got one of those. And then we did another demo, which is Pokemon Masters, which is a, uh, a uh, mobile game which is now out today of the day of the recording. I was going to say it's that out. came
1: out today. I saw that bust across one of the video game sites. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, it just came out today. Uh, So I played, I actually downloaded on my phone last night, so I played a little bit of that. And while I was playing that, I was kind of falling asleep, so I was like, I have to stop playing right now, I'm so tired. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But uh, then after that, we went and got some lunch at Nando's, Um, walked over there. We also checked out the Pokemon Center store, that's what they call their shop there, the Pokemon Center. Mm -hmm. Um, And they just had some cool plushes. I got a little Haunter plush. It's a line of plushes called uh, Little Cuties or sitting cuties Um, so I got him they didn't have all of them there so it was limited for me it was between Butterfree and Haunter and I couldn't pick I couldn't pick the guy was like here I'm just gonna hold up both of them you come home from a rough day at work and you're like man I gotta go find that new plush I just got uh, to make my day better who are you thinking of I said Haunter and he was like there you go there's your Haunter um, and both of them have some special places in my heart. So when I played like Pokemon Yellow, uh, when I first started, there was uh well one time, I beat Brock with a level three Caterpie. Okay, it came down to my level three Caterpie versus his, um, level ten Onix or something, and that was my last Pokemon, and. <laughs> Uh, I thought I was screwed. But he kept using the move Bide, I think, which just kept, like, it kept mi- like, What does Bide do? I think it, like, increases something. Um, let's it's see not here. the one that, it, like, shakes um, you.
1: Like, it's almost like a null move and it just keeps doing it.
0: Yeah, and he just kept
1: doing it so what it does is you can't attack i don't think like it's a
0: so it is a damage dealing move okay um let's see what it does here
1: oh no he absorbs like i think he absorbs your right from what i remember like it because it's the same bide that was around when
0: yeah since the beginning
1: right because he like absorbs some and then it like comes to him like he sucks some of yours. Power, I think. like some Yeah, of your, well, he was doing... Points. I'm
0: not sure if it was this then or not, but he was doing some move. I don't know if I had a glitch or something, but he was doing some move where he just kept doing it and it didn't do anything. And I just kept using Tackle on my Caterpie. <laughs> 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 and he just kept hitting them, you know? And, um, and now, at the time that Caterpie came out, Onyx had a fraction of life left. Like, it had a it had a little bit of life left. Mm-hmm. So Onyx had a little bit of life left. Uh, All my other Pokemon had taken them down, but they got knocked out. And then Caterpie had to come in and I think do like three or four tackles. Even though he was at a fraction of life, it just took off that little amount each time. And while I was doing that, he just kept missing or whatever the move was doing. It didn't do anything. And then my Caterpie went straight up to level 10 and evolved into Metapod. And then... I think evolved right into Butterfree after that or something. It went like bam, bam. It was really quick. Um, which was hysterical. Um, and I felt... It, so Butterfree had a big place in my heart because that Caterpie had done its job. They also had a Caterpie and drill there. Was, I mean, Caterpie and a Metapod there, I think. And they had Beedrill. Um, but Haunter, another part that helps out, is every time I play Yellow or Red or Blue... I never had friends to trade with, so my Haunter was always a Haunter. Uh, he never evolved. Yeah. Um, so I didn't have the strong attachment to Gengar like some people do, so he was always a Haunter to me. So,
1: yeah. I he's always really liked cool. Haunter better anyway, because I like how goofy he's really he was. really cool, and
0: I love that little plush. I got him sitting up with my Funkos right now. Um...
1: Yeah, because I, I always remember when, oh, yeah, when yeah. Ash is a goof, um, yeah. trying to defeat Sabrina, and Haunter's like, no, I'm, I'm good. Um,
0: <laughs> those are some good episodes. That's my favorite. Uh, the, the whole Sabrina arc. Yeah. They're great
1: episode. They're one of my favorite. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that creepy doll. And, um,
0: but, yeah, yeah, so that's that's why I leaned towards Haunter. We got some lunch, came back, and it was we, – we tried to get done some other stuff. Um, just kind of walking around the floor a bit, and then it was Pokemon Go time for the, um, Suicune raid hour, uh, raid hour that, or no, it was like three hour raids that they were doing. Um, and we just kind of followed this, you should have seen all these Pokemon Go players in DC. We literally took up that long been block. Insane. Like, you'd be walking, and you would see everybody in front of you, like, you're part of the whole crew, and then you would look behind you, and you see a whole bunch of people back there. And we had to like, we took up the whole sidewalk. It was crazy. (laughs) And, uh, what they do with these special raid hours on these raid days with three hours is that they usually make the legendary Pokemon able to be shiny. Um, so I got a shiny sweet I think on our third or fourth one. And we did 10, I think. And then I got a second shiny on the last, the second to last one, I think. Um, and I just traded that to mm-hmm. Joy because she didn't get one. But while we were raiding, I ran into a famous uh, Pokemon Go YouTuber. His name is Nick. He, he goes by the name Trainer Tips. Um, he became really big back in the first bit of Pokemon Go because he was like giving tips and stuff, you know, um, making videos and stuff. Right. Um, so I met him, and he was hanging out with uh, a guy named Joe from uh, he runs a website called Sebe Sarabe is like the biggest Pokemon fan site mm-hmm. um, he's usually accurate he makes sure he has everything up correctly and you know he's from England actually um, and uh, I got to meet him too and uh, it happened on the time where I got I, I kept seeing them around the whole day you know uh, but it happened when I was catching my second shiny I'm standing there. And, uh, they're actually, they came over near me and they were trying to catch their Suicune and I, it popped up and it was shiny and I literally was like, oh, like I was actually almost like disappointed, uh, because I got a second one before my wife got a first one and I was just like, oh, shiny again, you know? And they were like, oh, good job or whatever, you know? And I was like, oh, and you had really good coverage yesterday Mm -hmm. because the, the guy trainer tips had coverage, he was on the Pokemon's uh, stream for the Pokemon Go tournament, so I was watching him all Friday, and I was like, oh, Uh, great coverage yesterday, and he was like, thanks, and then I looked at Joe, and I said, big fan, you know, of your website, etc. After that, we walk a little bit further down, and we're in this, like, strip of the road that has a lot of green, like, hill, Um, and there's, like, some hotel above it. And, uh, we look up and these people are just, like, these girls are just waving to us and all the Pokemon Go players. I turn around, uh, looking at something else. I don't know what I was looking at. I just kind of turned around. And then everybody, like, made this gasp and, like, freaked out. And they were like, yo, she just flashed us, you know? And, uh, literally this (laughs) girl up in this hotel just, like, flashed the whole crowd down there. Um, now I missed it, uh, you know... But everybody was talking about it, and I knew by the it was. At first, I thought they were joking, but the reaction of the person that I was that was behind me uh, just kind of gave it away. Of no, that actually happened. And then they like, and then the, that girl and like whoever mm-hmm. she was up there with like closed the blinds or whatever and would continue to like peek out a little bit. But it was strange. Um, right. Straight. I don't know what caused her to do it. We were just. We were just waving. She was excited like, about I didn't Pokemon. wave to her, but like the people that saw her just kind of waved to her, and she waved back, and then apparently it happened, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened.
1: I wonder if she was like, uh, she probably goes to every Pokemon convention and I, I flashes the I think she was crowd. just
0: unrelated. I don't even know if she knew what we were doing. I think she was just like, hey. It's
1: <laughs> so like, all these people with these phones, yeah, and we'll they're going to take, take, take pictures picture of this. this.
0: You know, like, I don't know. Right. <laughs> It was strange. Um and then we went to Bolt Burger which was really good food. Uh, it's the only location on the you sent that picture. Um and it was good. That's crazy. I tried Shake Shack the next day and it was not good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: A lot of people you like, like it. Shake. Shack? Have you had it? You like it?
1: Yeah, I've had it. Yeah.
0: For me, I like for it. me, I always rank everything on a scale of 5 guys to, you know, whatever. Right. 5 guys being the best for me. Um when it comes to, like, those type of burgers. Uh, but mm-hmm. it was very strange. I liked Bolt Burger. It was really good. The fries were so good. Bolt Burger fries were so mm-hmm. good. Go to Massachusetts Avenue if you have a chance and, and go to Bolt Burger on, in D.C. It's really <laughs> good. Um, but we went to um, Shake Shack the next day, and it was really greasy. Letdown, it was really huh? greasy. The yeah. way people yeah, talk it is. about Pricey. this... It was expensive, it was greasy, it was everything. And, like, the bun just was so soaked with the grease. Like, it was Uh kind of disgusting in that regard. Part of it is, for people that don't know, I'm also on Weight Watchers, so it's been a while since I've had some of these type of foods. Um, But the bun at Bolt Burger was holding up a lot better than the uh, bun at um, Shake Shack. And it was, like, every bite I took, I had to make sure I was leaning over into... The container for the burger and had a napkin yeah. with me, which I usually don't have to do at Five mm. Guys either. I know Five Guys is greasy as well, people, but like it wasn't as greasy mm-hmm. as this. So I don't know if it was just a bad location or or what. But for as expensive as it was, I was like I could probably. Oh no,
1: yeah, you're right. It's expensive. I mean, Five Guys is pretty cheap compared to everybody else.
0: Yeah, I mean, and they're known but to be expensive. For them too. and
1: burger, like I did, like we had a burger fight and like burger fight. Like I never do. had that. Mm-hmm. No, I never heard of that. Yeah, it's kind of like Shake Shack, too. I mean, it's got that same kind of vibe to it. But So, like, were you... Were you, you went and saw them play... Um, were they playing video games against each yeah, other? Yeah, so they
0: had... Um, so they did have the trading card game championship there, and they also had the mm-hmm. uh, VGC, which is the video game championships.
1: Were you, like, fascinated by their skills? Yeah, you
0: know, I had actually watched it last year on stream... But it is different kind of being there in person because you just get it's just very different. Like you, right. so the way it works, these people qualify through regionals and they qualify through nationals mm-hmm. and then they qualify through worlds. Um, and at worlds, they play tournaments on Friday, they play it on Saturday, they play it on Sunday. Sunday is the top eight. Of each of these tournaments, right? But I think on the main stage they only do the top two, so they're doing these uh, other lower ones on on other stages. Um. So we sat down to watch the main uh, to watch the main stage for the VGCS, and we saw because um, we we went to get lunch at Shake Shack and then had to walk back, um, mm-hmm. and we walked over and watched, uh, the, so they have th- like three categories. It's the juniors, the seniors, and the, um, masters. So juniors is like little kids. Uh, yeah. seniors is like teenagers and, you know, probably like 12 to a certain age. And then, uh, masters mm-hmm. is like a, a, young adult and adults, you know, like playing against each other. Right. Um so we sat down and we got to watch the seniors and the um and the masters. Uh the seniors I was really enthralled by because there's this kid, Louis Tan, he's from Australia. He kind of looked like my nephew, so I was kind of rooting for him. Uh he didn't win, <laughs> but I was rooting for him. Um yeah. And Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, sorry, Louis. Uh, I was the reason you lost. <laughs> um, yeah, he kind of looked like my nephew Lucas a bit. So uh, I was rooting for him there, and uh, I think he won the first game. And then the other guy who was from Japan, I think, he, yeah, he kind of swept it. Mm-hmm. To, it's best out of three. So... Um, you know, he, he, if you win two, you're good. So, he won the first one, and then he lost the next two. All right. Um, really interesting. So, the way that VGC works is it's always double battles. So, it's always double. You always have two Pokemon out there versus two Pokemon. That's the official <clears> format. <throat> and that's where, like, um, there was... And then, like, the people, like, cheering and everything. It was crazy. And, like, I had to explain some of the moves and stuff to my wife, who has no idea... And she's like, "Oh, what just happened there? Or, you know, what just happened there?" And I'd be like, "Okay, so this is what happened. Like, this ability made this Pokemon do this, or this held item made him do this, and that, you know, turned the whole battle at that point." Um, so it was, it was really crazy. But uh, yeah, so Lewis Tan lost, and then uh, we watched the Masters. Now the Masters wasn't as gripping for me because it was all in, it was all Japanese final. And the way that they do this mm-hmm. is they, they, you know, they recorded off of the people's, uh, con- off the people's 3ds's, uh, and it was all yeah. in Japanese. So I had no idea what I was reading. Like yeah. With Lewis, he was they used his, uh, for the feed for the, um, for the seniors, and he was from Australia, so he right. had a, you know English on there. Um, so there were some moves. Like, the commentators could tell, but you couldn't hear the commentators on what moves were being used, just from like animations and stuff. But and I'm mm-hmm. not. I don't memorize animations of moves, so I, I have no idea what's going on. And there's some stuff where I'm like, okay, right. I'm figuring out it's this. I'm figuring out it's this. But since I can't read Japanese, I, I couldn't figure... I couldn't be as gripped by it as I could. And it wasn't as good of a game. It, I think it was like... I think the guy swept them 2-0. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, so it wasn't as, as big of a match for me as the seniors were, which was just really gripping with the strategy of people using, um, again, certain types of Pokemon that have certain abilities or natures and, and the moves and held items they're using, it's, uh, it, it, it's crazy, um, and then, like, when to switch out, so the, each, each player has four Pokemon and two out at a time, so that's all the battles are, um, you don't have, like, the six Right. So you you have six that you lock in, but you only pick four to go to the battle with you. And once an opponent is out of four, their four Pokemon, it's over. What I did like about the guy who won the who lost the Masters, so the guy who lost the Masters was actually the Japanese national champion, and the guy who won hmm. the who won the Masters championship had never actually won a championship. He finished I think top sixteen in Japan or something, so or mm-hmm. maybe top eight. But, you know, so this was a big win for him. Um, but he, like, the guy, a lot of times when they're in a spot where they can't win, they'll forfeit the game and end it early. Really? And what I liked about the guy who lost the Masters tournament is he did not do that. Even when it was all lost, he just kept playing mm-hmm. and let let the guy win. You know, let, let, let the guy finish it out and not just click quit forfeit and shake hands or whatever so Mm -hmm. um but yeah uh if people are interested they do post these things on youtube and twitch where you could go back and watch some of this stuff um Mm -hmm. and i I probably will do that again just so i can kind of maybe watch the masters one with commentary and kind of figure out what the strategy was in that one but um Mm -hmm. yeah i think i'm going to try to play some more competitive this time and it's going to be a good time, I, I think. Uh, a good time to jump in every time there's new, a new game. And the way that they just did it, they used to have Mega Evolutions and they used to have Z-Moves, uh, which really dominated the meta. Um, they're removing those for Gen 8. Um, so Gen 8 will just have the Dynamax stuff. It's not going to have Z-Moves and, and Mega. So this would be the best time, if you're interested in competitive, to jump in because everybody's going to be figuring it out for the first time. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not going to be some sort of set thing that already works. You're going to have to kind of figure it out with everybody. So it's a good time.
1: That's, that's pretty but for
0: cool. $10 for three days, this was a great time. Um, it was, only, it was only $10 for a spectator pass. Wrong. And I was really hoping I'd be able to go next year, but uh, London, I don't think I could swing.
1: Yeah. I mean, until you become yeah, competitive. Right player right. in it. Right. Um, so, I'm going to... You know I'm going to text you every night now and say, Jordan, you know, I'm your agent, whether you like <laughs> it or not. And we we really need to go to London. Um, so, if you're not gaming, wake up. Yeah. But speaking of Twitch... Yeah. You got more exciting we news do. for your yourself. For what, us. What did you get to I do this week? This is for us, right? What did you get to do this week? I am
0: buying... Parts to build a computer that can play video games and ha- be a good streaming computer. So we're going to try to bring content to you. Uh,
1: Insert progress. More than
0: just the once a week of the podcast. I'm going to try to stream every so often, you know, a, a few days a week or whatever. Not super long. Uh, but, because mm-hmm. uh, I have a life, I got to do other stuff. But, uh, <laughs> but I, I, Wait, you have yeah, a Yeah, I do. Sadly. Um, but, we're going <laughs> to we're gonna build a computer. We're going to get some streaming action coming towards you. Uh, probably by the time this is done, the computer will be built. I don't know if I'm going to start streaming right away. But I think the first thing I'm probably going to stream is probably Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. Do some shiny hunting just mm-hmm. to kind of ease myself in. And I might try to, you know, Mana Medan would be a great one to, to stream too, I think.
1: I was going to say, if we could get online one yeah. day. I wonder if you could do that, and then you could, you know, we could stream it from there and see what that's all about.
0: Yeah, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. I think I might even do some stuff like like Retro Days every so often. We can do the Lion King, Aladdin, that'd and other cool. retro games that I have. Because um, I think I have the Disney Afternoon games on my PS4. So that would be like DuckTales mm-hmm. and Tailspin, I think, and Rescue right. Rangers. So, yeah, we'll, we'll have some good retro games that we can go back at. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited for it. I what, what The plan is, I want this definitely set up by the time Sword and Shield come out. I want to be able to mm-hmm. do a playthrough of Sword and Shield um, on Twitch, and I'll probably break it up and put it on YouTube as well as separate pieces. Um, mm-hmm. And I think I'm going to release daily episodes of this podcast with me kind of just... Going through like, oh, here's what my team was like by the time I reached gym one, you know, here's right. this and here's that, and just kind of do like this cool little rollout of like eight days, you know, where we, where, I I just probably probably just be by myself where I'm just talking about what yeah. is going, but um, that way I can provide more content again, uh, and that was my original right. plan before I even thought about streaming because I didn't have money to do that, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: things worked out. So we're gonna get um, a nice little streaming computer. I, I also bought a game on my. Here's how stupid I am. I bought a game on my computer that I'm recording on now, and uh, it can't run it. It it it's oh, it's no. too slow of a computer. Even though this is a new computer, this is an this is yeah. an all-in-one desktop, and those don't have mm-hmm. strong graphic cards or strong anything. Right. Uh, and I did not know that. And I thought it had everything I needed when I looked up the specifications, but I guess not. So now I actually get to play that game again. So I'm going to actually be able to play well, that that's game. Nice. It's called State of Decay 2. Um, huh. State of Decay was a big game on Xbox 360. I played it a lot. Uh, my friend Travis played it a lot. We talked about it at work all the time. Uh, State of Decay 2 came out a few year, uh, uh, last year, like right around my wedding time. And uh, now I'll actually be able to play it, and I might stream that too. Um, so State of Decay is a zombie game, Logan. And um, the cool thing about that is if, kind of like Detroit Become Human, while the mm. story isn't as big of a part, but if your character dies, that's it. Um, no yeah way. Yeah, so, like, I had... So you have to start no, over? No, no. Like, he's just gone. and you, So... <laughs> you you try to, like... What it is, is that like you're trying to create, like, a civilization, almost, of, like... Like a camp uh-huh. of, like, zombie survivors, right? And when uh-huh. you recruit more people into that camp, you, they become playable. And, uh... When your character... When one of those characters dies, that's it. You're no longer playing as them. They're gone.
1: Oh, man. And,
0: uh... Yeah, it was great. I, I played it on 360. I had my guy... I think it was, his name was Marcus, I think. The first guy. Mm. That you play as, and... I was doing really well with him, and then he died, and that was it. And Then you have to pick up the pieces of, okay, well, he's gone. You know? So it's almost God. like you're creating your own story with that, too. Um, That's pretty
1: cool, yeah. though. Yeah,
0: so I, I'm excited to play it now that I know I can. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so last little bit of news here that we have. Like I said, Man of Medan reviews. I'm not going to go overall what the reviews are. I'm just going to say they've been kind of all over the place. For me, $30 is not a bad price, so I'm probably going to buy it and just have faith that I liked Until Dawn and that this is going to be good. Um, mm-hmm. If not, for me, it's like, oh, it was $30. bucks. Like i am not going to be heartbroken right. about it. Um, right. But they also announced their next game, Supermassive's next game that's part of this anthology, is going to be called Little Hope. They revealed a trailer today. Little Hope is the town it takes place in. Um, so that comes out sometime next year. And they're doing like five of these. So they're doing smaller games, but we're getting like five different types of games. So
1: Now is Little Hope after A New Hope?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's the next town over. Um, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> and uh, there's this new game that just came out too called Control. It looks yeah, really saw, cool. I, no, um, so I might does. have to try to yeah. find a way to play that too, because that because
1: um, that's like when you're like she's stuck in the building. Yeah, I think right? so. Yeah, and she does like things with her mind. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it looks really good. So yeah,
0: yeah. I, I that one kind of snuck under the radar to me. I was looking it up for stuff to talk about with this this episode. I was just on like mm-hmm. browsing on the PS4 subreddit, I think, and stumbled across it, and I was like, man, that looks interesting.
1: Right. So
0: yeah, I'm all for it. Um, but yeah uh, otherwise uh, that's pretty much everything i had to talk about
1: um yeah i was gonna say you 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 had a way more exciting uh couple of weeks uh as far as gaming content yeah, my, my and stuff like that i just haven't been able to play now, <laughs> yeah no yeah no i know i yeah because i remember when i used to do the podcast by myself oh my god yours were long Those yours were, were like
0: three hour long episodes
1: <laughs> yeah Oh, yeah, they were they're so like, long, and, and I'd get to a I think point. think they were like two hours, like an, an hour, hour and a an half and to half. two hours sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes they were. And I remember getting to the end going, I don't know if I can talk anymore. <laughs> but, yeah. I but there are. There's a ton of games coming up. I mean, I guess to anticipate uh, when this comes out, it'll be September. So it'll, you know, FIFA's coming. Uh, I know you're not a big sports fan, but uh, NBA's coming out. I'm a out, sports which fan. I usually I mean, get. I, yeah. yeah, I mean you're you're not really because your sports team sucks, but <laughs> hey, you no, know, I went to the Oriole
0: game the other day and we won.
1: Okay, I'm sorry, we won. It was
0: during that stupid Players Weekend with the, those uniforms. Were oh awful. God,
1: those jerseys were awful. awful.
0: I, I, you know what, and you know what really threw me off is we were the home team and we were wearing black. Oh yeah, and I kept wanting to root for the white team because we're home. Like it was really right. throwing me off.
1: That's really weird. That's odd. I don't know. I don't get that, but. Yeah, so FIFA, So when you you can you can watch as, as you play with Chelsea and you struggle to stay in the top four. Oh, we'll be fine. Um,
0: we'll be fine. <laughs> I'll score as Christian Pulisic all the time. We'll be good.
1: I was going to say, uh, right away, I just picture you playing with him and just scoring 60-some-odd goals
0: yeah.
1: in the Premier not League. Not. Hmm.
0: Um. Yeah, but so, so we do have FIFA. Have to forward uh, to. Like you said, Death Stranding actually does come out this year. Yeah. Um. I think that's I was in gonna November. I going to say Death Stranding. Is that...
1: Yeah, that's October and November, and then Star Wars.
0: Yep, Fallen in Order, yeah. um, Pokemon. Uh, mm-hmm. Like you said, NBA is coming out for you. Uh, Madden's out now, right? That just came out in August. Right. So I mean, we're we're kind of getting yeah. to that period of the year where the games start flowing a lot. That um, the the Ghostbusters game I want comes out in October. The Lion King, Aladdin remakes come out in uh, in uh, October. Um. Like I said...
1: And I know you're... The Witcher. I like... I know you don't... When Switch comes out in October. Really? Witcher comes out for Switch?
0: Yeah, in October,
1: yeah. Oh, uh, okay. But, like, I know you probably don't watch it. I know I'm I'm not going to. Did you see that the um, 20 minutes of gameplay for Marvel came out? The I did. I actually Avengers. meant to
0: talk about that. Because I, I did not watch the full thing. But I watched enough mm-hmm. where I don't know why people are complaining. Because I think it looks pretty sweet. So...
1: I think it's the characters themselves because they don't look like they do it's, on TV. I literally feel like it's it.
0: You know what people really make me upset? When I think somebody tried to say it looked like a PS2 game. I was like, go back and play a PS2 game, please, because it does not look this good. <laughs> Same thing with, like, Pokemon. They, they were doing that with uh, Sword and Shield, which looked gorgeous, by the way, when you're playing mm. it. And uh, people were like, Oh, with these N64 graphics, I was like, "Go back and play N64, and then come back to me." They're not looking the same at all.
1: No, and I like the yeah, they don't look. They're not like Spider Man's graphics. They don't look like Spider Man. They don't, you know. And the, but those games are the games of the year and stuff like that. You got to kind of pull it back. This one looks totally fine. It I looks don't fun. get. It looks I'm, fun. I'm right. I'm right with you. I'm like, I don't get where the where the it looks awesome. Like it looks like a great story and and the graphics look cool and you finally get to play the avengers so it's you know i think looking forward to it but all those games that were rumored to come out this fall that i was excited for seem to all be pushed back into next year so oh well i mean i know the ghost of shishima and all them but
0: oh well i mean uh what can you do um but at least it gives you something to look forward to next year because you're kind of busy right now anyways
1: it's true yeah it's true
0: um yeah so i i'm really excited for the you know the rest of this uh rest of this year and i like the fall weather starting to come over here um you you won't feel it down down there at all but uh,
1: we'll feel it this weekend oh yeah yeah with the hurricane (laughs) sort of
0: Um, yes this might this might be our last episode recording because you might not survive that's exactly what i was gonna (laughs)
1: say right if 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 jordan has a new co-host it's because the hurricane has taken us out Either that or I was playing video games during the hurricane and, and it zapped uh, you. I hit the lightning, <laughs> right? <laughs>
0: oh, jeez. Um, but yeah, that that's our episode. Uh, you can catch us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We're always at uh, at PressStartVGPod. That's where we're, that's what our Twitch handle is going to be too. I already got that pre-booked. Um, nice. Uh, email us at pressstartvgpod at gmail dot com. Uh, I did post some stuff from worlds and all that kind of stuff. So that some of that stuff's up there. I got to see Mm -hmm. the, oh, I also met my favorite, uh, Pokemon podcaster, uh, SBJ. I got to meet him. I went over and talked to him for a bit. Uh, and I got Mm -hmm. to see at least the president of the Pokemon company, uh, Ishihara, uh, was there. Um, but, uh, I didn't get to meet him or anything. Um. But yeah, so feel free to email us. Uh, If you were at World, send us anything of your experiences, and um, uh, we'll get right back to next week being chapters 5 and 6, which wraps up Arthur Morgan's story before we move on to the epilogue of Red Dead Redemption 2. So thanks for listening, and have a great rest of your week. See you guys.